Your favorite time of the week? Time for the NHSportsPage.com podcast. And this week uh, brought to us by our friends at White Mountains Community College with locations. They're in Berlin, right, Dave? Where else are they? they got locations all over the, the North Country. Berlin, North Conway. Uh, and uh, I have a theory on how Chuck Lloyd can grow the amount of students he has and they're doing fantastic at White Mountains Community College. You want to hear my theory? How we can get even more students to go to White Mountains Community College? Go ahead. Get a basketball team. All those kids from the North Country would be lined up with their parents, by the way, to play on the basketball team at White Mountains Community College. How many kids would go up for that yeah. basketball team? Yeah, they could play our friends at Great Bay. They could play our friends at NHTI. I mean, you know, it's not a, you know, there's a, they, yeah, they could join that, uh, that, uh, that, that conference at uh, Great Bay and NHTI. It would be a lot of fun. All those North Country kids, how much would they want to keep playing basketball if you had, like, a Groveton, Colebrook, Littleton, like, all-star team, like all those teams up there, the kids from Profile and, and Lisbon. Maybe Sam Natty sends them a couple of his five seven forwards. I mean, he's got exactly. – the possibilities are endless. And I'm sure Chuck Lloyd, uh, our friend and the president at White Mountain Community College, would say, well, funding would be an issue. I read the answer to that, too. The McIsaac on Sports Network could fund the program. Yeah, well, they're having a hard time funding my program, but sure. Why? <laughs> thought we got thought we got cut off there for a second. <laughs> so now, so we appreciate White Mountains uh, Community College, and uh, and they are great great partners and friends of ours, and uh, they sponsor the coverage of Kennet and Plymouth, and uh, there are negotiations between the franchise and I on possibly getting out to a Kennet game very very soon. So we're uh, we're going to make sure we're going to get them. We always cover Plymouth, so. Uh, there are great partners and sponsors. Does White Mountains have athletics? I'm looking here. I think they just might have intramurals. But uh, I think they have intramurals. Yeah. I, well, yeah. The, the fun thing Pretty would cool be coming up, there. coming up with a mascot for the White Mountains Community College. That would be the fun. Oh part. yeah. Like I, I would. Like what was the name of the creature that Luke Skywalker got dragged into the cave by? What was in, in Empire Strikes Back? Oh, they. Uh, not the Tauntaun. That's what he wrote. Although you could call him the Tauntauns. That would be awesome. Um, Tauntaun R.I.P. By the way. Yeah. That. It's just that one. I thought they smelled bad on the uh, on the outside. <laughs> it was the, whatever like the creature was in that whole scene. Yeah, that would be like a really really good mascot for White Mountains Community College. Yeah, the abominable snowman. Any anything yeah. anything winter related would be awesome. Sure. There we go. We're like we're making things. I feel like things are popping here. Things That's are right. happening. Oh yeah, the ball is rolling. So get on, <laughs> get on board, White Mountains. <laughs> So we got a whole bunch of games coming up this week, starting to separate the wheat from the chaff, and uh, we're we're kind of are we halfway through now the high school season? We are. We're on to uh, we're on to week five here. So uh, you know, with nine nine weeks in the season, um, actually, I think there's uh, I think there's three weeks left in the uh, in the Division Four season. I think they wrap up a week earlier. I think they play eight games. Yeah, because they play their championship game, the uh, semifinal week for everybody else. So right. Right, right, right. So yeah, no. So we're I, I wrote the the columns up, you know, the Thursday column, and uh, you know we're in October now, and you know we'll we'll get into all these. So I'm not going to waste time, you know, in a game we haven't gotten to yet. But like an example would be St. Thomas and Plymouth playing on Saturday. They're both two and two, and uh, the losers going to really have a lot of work to do to get into the playoffs, which seems crazy because those are two powerhouse programs yeah. in New Hampshire high school football. But it, that's the case. They both have the same record as Kingswood. Think about that for a minute. That's right. Kingswood Knights. Is that another team you're adopting? I mean, not, not, we're, we're going to get to your Raymond Rand. <laughs> we're going to get to your Raymond Rand, by the way. I'll t- we're not adopting Kingswood. Maybe we're fostering them like a puppy. Okay. You know what I mean? Sure. Have them in. <laughs> yeah, take care of them. 
throw him a meal here and there. Sure. All right, I got you. All right. All right, you ready to go with this? I am ready, yes. All right, the first game, Manchester West at Conval. That is the, the first game that I got on the schedule. So um, I'm going to go with Conval at home of Manchester West. I'm going to go with West. How do you like that? You are going with West? Yeah, even though they, I think they have to leave this morning to get to Peterborough, even from Manchester. It's a long drive. It is? I don't think it's that bad Con- from Manchester. Conval's a long drive from everywhere. So it's just like Monadnock or, or Keene. No matter where you are, it's a long drive. <laughs> True. That was the bonding moment uh, with Austin Grass and I when we drove in a, an ice storm out to Peterborough last year to con- cover Conval and Hallsbrook line basketball. And, uh, Austin Grass spent more time in a car with me than, than really he probably uh, deserved to and chose me. Has he been back in a car with you since? That might tell you something. That's a weird – I think it's coincidental, but no, I don't believe it. <laughs> there you go. There you have it. Uh, second game on the schedule we can skip right over. Oh, uh, how no. dare you. <laughs> the oldest rivalry in New Hampshire, the 125th meeting. Exeter and Winnicott, you can take your rivalry and shoot it into the sun. It don't mean anything compared to Dover and Spalding, McIsaac. So this Matt Regan's talking about Dover and Spalding. Of course he is. Why would everybody um, is? Who knew? Um, I picked, this is in staff picks, I went with the Dover Green Wave oh. and Kumba in this game. Well, and thus our friendship came to a crashing halt. Thanks. It's been fun, Dave, these past, you know. It's I thought a, you loved Kumba. I thought I that's do, your guy. I do love Kumba. Spalding's my alma mater. And Kumba, of all people, will understand why I picked the Spalding Red Raiders. Now, I th- Bob Lippman and I were actually discussing this game this week, believe it or not. We weren't discussing UNH Elon. We were discussing Dover Spalding. He's like, uh, he, Do- Bob's like, I think Dover, he's like, I like Dover maybe by uh, by, uh, by a touchdown. And I'm like, I, I like Spalding by three here. So it's, uh, it, it, I think it's a, a one-position game either way. They're both kind of young and inexperienced. Um, two great coaching staffs will have their teams ready to go, and both teams know the uh, – you know the magnitude of the game, just as far as like the heavyweight championship of each other. So it's it, this. Oh my goodness! This should be the most. Yeah, yeah. How you like that? Well, you're building this one up, huh? This, Big yeah. time. I, I hope you're taking notes. This is how you hype a game up, Dave. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I can sense it. <laughs> I can sense it. I I did the uh, top ten statewide leaders this week. Ryan Lane is in there for receiving, and Logan Gadboys is in there for Spalding uh, as as for passing yards. So they get two guys in there. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they, uh, a lot of long bombs from my uh, Gad Boys to Lane. No, this game should be a whole lot of fun. I think this should be the best over Spalding game in probably like five years because I think the last five six years they've been blowouts one way or the other. This one should be exciting. Yeah, yeah, no, it should actually be a pretty fun game. Uh, Fall Mountain is at home against Bishop Brady. This is a, a really good one in Division Four. I like Fall Mountain. I think I, I think this one's staff picks too, and I took Fall Mountain, Orion, Vinny, and his team to get the W over Bishop Brady. I believe I took the Giants here. It's funny. I did. I sent in my staff picks yesterday, and I already can't remember what I sent, so I'm going to reference that. But, uh, yeah, it looks like I took uh, Bishop Brady in this one, so I'm going to stick with that. Okay. Uh, Portsmouth, who – little shout-out to Portsmouth Oyster River, who beat your Spalding Red Raiders last week in the game you covered. Last night, if you happen to walk into the Newington Buffalo Wild Wings, one of our partners, our friend's partners over there, you would hear the voice of none other than Justin McIsaac, and the entire Oyster River Portsmouth football team. I heard they had an unbelievable time, and the parents went, and the kids got to eat wings and, uh, and the coaches and watch our, our broadcast of the game, you and Nicole Marrero, um, on the big screens at Buffalo Wild Wings last night. So that was pretty cool. The kids and the parents, I think, were really excited, and I heard it went great. Um, there were complaints about your voice, but, you know, they can, you know, kids got, 
you know, earbuds they can put in and stuff like that. They can listen to something. Oh, I was watching them. Did Millsy critique my uh, the call of the game? Because Mil- Millsy's a faithful listener to, uh, when, when he can. So, ah, I'm sure. I'm sure Millsy was critiquing a lot of things over there. I hope he didn't break the, all the coaches got free food, and I hope he wasn't breaking any of those rules and going over to other tables and you know stuff like that. And so, Mc, yeah. McIsaac didn't even know what kind of defense we're in. He don't know nothing. When Millsy breaks down a defense, he gets dirty. I mean, he <laughs> is, is his terminology. I have no idea what he's talking about halftime. He explained Exeter's offense to me, and I just was I, I, I he might as well have been telling me how to take a cart my my take a apart my car engine or something like that. I had no <laughs> idea what he was talking about. But it. I like Portsmouth Oyster River to go to Keene and get another win. I, I like uh, the Clipper Cats to go to 3-2. and two. Although, by the way, Keene's been playing well, better lately on the Linwood uh, Patno. They're, they're, they were competitive last week with BG. I think they're, they're playing better. Yeah, these are two teams kind of on the way up, right? But I, I do I do think Portsmouth Oyster River is a little further ahead in the development, so I'm going to go with the Clipper Cats as well. Yep. Yeah, Jake Buton's have a, uh, having a great year. Manchester Central is at home. Against the defending champion Bedford Bulldogs, I'm going to be succinct for once and say I like Bedford. Yeah, Central. Uh, am I wrong? Or are they scuffling a little bit more than people might have expected this year? I'm, I'm taking they're Bed- scuffling. Yeah, I'm there's, taking. There's scuffling going on. This isn't like the dominant Bedford team of, of the last couple of years, but uh, they're still uh, Bedford and they're still real good. So I'm going with Bedford as well. Uh, game of the night is Milford at home against Southeegan. This is a game that we uh, probably, uh, to, to lay some of the cards out on the table here, we've had issues. Pete has just got a different schedule now. So we, if, if Pete Terry has done one game through five weeks. Matt Corsetti is terrific for us, but he's doing Concord area games. And Justin McIsaac is following the Spalding, as we all know, the Spalding band around every week. That's right. So well, this was a game we wanted to do. Uh, we just didn't. Ha- we don't have a. We didn't have a play-by-play person. So we're we're going to piece this thing together. And when we're at UNH all together, we're going to say, "How did we do it? We did it." We're going to get out. We are going to see Milford possibly as soon as uh, next weekend or the weekend after, and uh, Southeegan as well. I guarantee you, we're going to cover both teams. But I'm long-windedly saying all this because I'm bummed out we're not covering this game because it's fantastic. I took Milford at home, but I think it's going to be an unbelievable game. Could go into overtime kind of thing. Uh, this is this is a terrific game, but I, I took Milford. Sixty three points last week for Milford, huh? That's that's yeah. banana land. Yeah, I'll go with the. I uh, think they just wore St. Thomas down. Yeah, and, yeah, they scored twenty one of those. I think in the last eight minutes or so, twenty one yeah. unanswered. So yeah, I'll go with Milford. Uh, Mil- Milford as well, especially at home. I did something in uh, the column today that I, I like doing at this time of year, and I'm going to keep doing it. Try to do it each week. I I I, uh, I get talk to a lot of the coaches and get kind of the unsung guys, you know what I mean? A lot of the guys on the line or maybe a linebacker is playing really well. And um, so I was able to kind of mention a lot of guys, especially for Nashua North, Milford, Sauhegan, guys that are kind of like, you know, don't get all the press clippings that, you know, a Luke Manning does or a Gavin Erta and, uh, and really mention those guys, you know, who are key for, because for football, those guys are, you know, are critically important. And so I was able to kind of, Get a lot of information from all, a bunch of coaches on you know the, what guys kind of behind the scenes were uh, under the radar were doing well. Um, it's not on the NHLA site, but I'm going with the, with the franchise, so I know it is played Friday night. Mascoma at Winnesquam. This is our game of the week. We promised the kids, um, as we always do, we cover the small schools just as much as the big ones, and uh, this is the defending champs playing very well. I like Winnesquam uh, over Mascoma, not Mascoma Valley, because I'm not referring it to it as Valley. 
Uh, in our in our running gag, I will refer to them as Mascoma Valley, and uh, they're making the drive to uh, Winnesquam. I will take uh, the Bears in this one. Uh, really, uh, just a pall over the entire McIsaac household after Winnesquam beat my Raymond Rams last week. But uh, I'm not going to take it personally. You know, it's uh, this is the business we've chosen. I think you should take it personally. I, normally, I would, but I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to turn over a different leaf here, and I'll go. I'll go with Winnesquam here to beat okay. Mascoma Valley. This is a game that usually is one of the games of the year, but I think it's a little less, a little less of this year. This, of course, would be Winnicott at Exeter, uh, a huge, huge rivalry game. Uh, I like Exeter uh, to beat Winnicott and, and get this one. I think Winnicott's won, what, two in a row in this rivalry? I think so, yeah. yeah but, it, yeah, I, I think it comes to a close this week. Good job by Winnicott getting a win over Dover last week, by the way. Yeah. But, uh yeah, and this is is D is this D three's off week because there does not seem like a lot of games this week. I I don't know. There's um no I, there's no? a couple games at D three, but it seems like there might be some buys this week because a lot less games. Yeah, I mean, those were Odarian, Hopkinson, and Lebanon play this weekend. Which okay, is a big one, but yeah, just yeah, yeah just doesn't seem like a ton of games this week unless they're not all listed somehow. But yeah, I'll go with uh I'll go with Exeter uh, yeah. pretty handily here. I think. Yeah, if we get yelled at after the fact, by the way, um, we're just reading these off the NHIAA website. And of course, we got all the schedules loaded on our website by uh, by Elliot Bless, but uh, we're just reading the NHIAA every week. So if, if they, for some reason, don't have some games on here, then yeah, yell at McIsaac. Justin, please give me your uh, your home phone number and uh, email address. Yeah, send all complaints to at NA Sports page. That's where you want to send your that. I'll, I'll get those immediately if you send them there. I think I, I think that goes to Elliot, so that's fine. All right, so we both like extra in that one. Franklin, who's playing better with a young team, is playing Yolar Raymond Rams oh, at home. It's at Franklin. This is on not going to Saturday afternoon. Let me It'll tell be you, a gorgeous day in Franklin. Let me tell you something. The only thing that can stop a tornado in its tracks is a big angry ram. Dave Haley. Not a lot of people know this, but it's science. True. It's fact. Look it up. Uh, and and that's exactly what's going to happen. My Raven Rams are going to go to Franklin. We're playing with a chip on our shoulder. We're not happy about last week, Dave. We're using it as motivation, and we are going to, uh, much like Helen Hunt in Twister, uh, beat the Tornadoes. That's right. Beat the Tornadoes. Did Helen Hunt win that one? She didn't die at the end of that one? I Twister. believe. I don't think I ever got through Twister. Uh, I, uh, I, I'm going to have to go. You know what? That movie was so bad, I don't think I did either, but I'm going to assume she did because she's a big star, and I'm going to go with Helen Hunt and the Raven Rams. That doesn't make What's a lot of like sense. The- but I stick with What's it. like the biggest, most like <laughs> iconic like movie that people would know that you never saw? Like for example, I for somehow I never saw Beverly Hills Cop two. I never saw it. Really? I what? never saw it. I loved Beverly Hills Cop, but I never saw the sequel. Mine's... And I've been I've been a subscriber of HBO since like nineteen eighty two when they were playing like <laughs> three different movies on a loop. Maybe, and, but, and one of them was just one of the guys all the time. All the. But, Joyce Hauser, no, no, no complaints there, sir. Classic. And the guy who played Billy in that movie was a comedic genius. He was unbelievable and never seen again. I think he's in witness protection. I think he read it on the mob. What's like a huge, like famous movie that you never saw? The biggest one? It might be The Big Lebowski, which I haven't seen. I know. See, yeah, I and I love the Coen Brothers movies, and it's right in my wheelhouse. I just, I've just never seen it. The nihilists are the best part of that movie. He gets, yeah, he has nihilist chasing around. They don't really believe in anything. <laughs> um, all right, this is a uh, game of the weekend. Uh, Keith Jackson coming out of retirement. Is Keith Jackson alive? No, doctor. We are here live in here. Are we in Hopkinton or Hillsboro or Deering? No, 
I can't Milford even tell. Belmont. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. At home against Kingswood. This is in staff picks, and I wrote in all capital letters, Guilford. Yeah, I We're t- going to turn it around. We're on a little bit of a skid right now. They're going to beat Kingswood, and uh, they're going to they? do it on Saturday. I, I believe I referred to this in the top ten as the Dave Haley Anxiety Bowl. That's so, right. <laughs> but I did pick Guilford Belmont and staff picks. As I said, Kingswood not adopted. We're, we're just fostering them right now. We, yes. we, got, we got a litter of teams Take we're fostering. Take them out to dinner and sure, a movie or two. Well, yeah, I got you. Yeah, so, uh, so we're, we're, we're taking Guilford Belmont. But, oh, we're live here for the Lakes region. Oh, alongside Nindy Don Meredith, Keith Jackson. I love Nobody Keith Jackson. Nobody can say Alabama Crimson Tide and the Penn State Nittany Lions quite like Keith Jackson. That's I don't right. want to do the imitation, but it was unbelievable. <laughs> It's all, it was unbelievable. He was the best. Uh, game, maybe the game of the weekend. Uh, certainly can't afford it. Hillsborough, Deering, Hopkinson. At home, Jay Wood and his staff, by the way, the latest. We, we've got a lot of football coaches who are coming on board as gold-level programs. And, uh, you know, the website costs money, and they're supporting us, and we appreciate it. And uh, they get all that film. Uh, it was great. We had, uh, we had coaches, like, looking for film five, six years old of, like, old offenses that, you know, Linwood Patnode ran at Monadnock, and <laughs> I think it's terrific. So we want to thank Jay Wood and his staff at Hillsborough, Darian Hopkinton. Uh, Chase Fanoff was one of my friends. He's, he's the defensive coach over there. He's terrific. They are playing Lebanon at home. I took Lebanon in staff picks um, just because I think that highly of Lebanon, but I think this is a terrific football game. And Hillsborough, Darian Hopkinson. Before I get to you, it, it, they got a good test from Newport. Newport is not a not a pushover, and Newport's coming. That's a good program that's kind of building towards the future. They get some young kids, so um, that was a good. I think that was a good test for the Red Hawks going into this one. I like Hillsborough, Darian Hopkinson to lose Lebanon this week. Oh, I think it's gonna be a good game. Look at you! I'm, I'm going to take the Red Hawks here, because they're at home. Uh, if Lebanon, if the game was at Lebanon, I'd probably go with the Raiders, but. Uh, uh, I will go with the uh, with the Red Hawks here, and uh, but yeah, like you said about Newport, they really uh, they're kind of a, a doormat last year, but now they're uh, now they are certainly not a, a look at them and go oh W on your schedule, but no, they're pretty good last year. I think they made the playoffs last year. So, but Newport, but, I'm talking hey, about Newport. Oh, Newport. I'm yeah. sorry, I thought you yeah. No, Newport was Newport's yeah. been down the last couple of years, but we remember they had back to back trips to to UNH. Uh, they played Campbell one year when you famously were bum rushed by the entire. Campbell football team after the game that made New Hampshire Chronicle, and then they beat up on Intellects Moltenboro one year. Newport did, um, so uh, Newport is a, a very very good football program. They're they're kind of they're coming back. So yeah, right on. But yeah, in this case, uh, I'll go with uh, the Red Hawks. And if we were in Lebanon, we would be going to Saul Hill with Chris Charles after the game. One of the great post game places to to uh, to celebrate the game. Salt Hill over there in Lebanon, great spot. Remember you and I went there after the uh, the New Hampshire Vermont game basketball that's right yes yeah good times uh john stark at home boy they got a million injuries at john stark and they're playing the undefeated kennedy eagles who we now have season statistics all up to date on nhsportspage.com so uh, we now know that dominic jones is having a heck of a year uh parker coleman is their quarterback we may be seeing them soon i'm in intense negotiations with the franchise uh but i obviously like kennett on the road to beat john stark yeah, it just it's uh, someone needs to talk to the NHIAA because it's not fair that John Stark has one guy out there week after week, and you said no, he, he has a like million a gen- injuries. He's a, he's a general or something. Wait, it's not just one guy. Yeah, now it's a mascot. Hmm. Interesting. I'm gonna go. With, <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Eagles as well. Like you said, general's all banged up, uh, so I'll go with Kenneth here. Hey, by the way, uh, so I'm looking. 
so we got three games left apparently on the schedule. So we don't even get to make the, the basketball joke this week about Pembroke because they're not even on the schedule. And Pembroke won last week; they beat Hanover. Yeah, it was a great, you know, a double double there from uh, from Matalosa. Uh, you know, twenty six points, eleven rebounds. John thought, Fire had a really good game down low. Oh yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It was kind of a it's Pembroke. It's too bad there aren't any old school Pembroke basketball fans because the names I'm throwing out there from the early 90s and late 80s, <laughs> I'm telling you. You're gonna really get, good. Ed, Ed Klo had his game face on, and yeah, everything was ready. You'll get a couple that I, I bet will respond to that. Uh, Mike yeah, Murphy. Will, on here. Mike Murphy, will, he listens. He'll, uh, he'll appreciate those. Murph. I, I got to watch. I saw Murph on my, uh, my, my, my big television last week. Murph uh, in HD, looking handsome as always on my television, calling the UNH game last week. UNH's defense is good, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The defense is fantastic. Offense coming along. Defense is uh, defense is stellar. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, who knows? Did you see my boy uh, Tim Bouchard from St. Thomas is playing for them? Yeah, he's actually the long snapper, uh, and he, he's a second string safety. There's their secondary so good. He's a good player, but he just can't crack the, the starting rotation. He got in at the end of the game, and he tipped the the, the only uh, touchdown Duquesne scored. He actually tipped the pass. Just a uh, bad luck. The deflection went right into the guy's hands, and then he knocked away the two point conversion too. So he's yeah, but they they, they they really like him though. I can tell you that he uh, you know starting as a long snapper, uh, which is an important position as a redshirt freshman. That's a big deal. Yeah, no, Tim Bouchard is well, he was just an absolutely terrific football player that we covered. We got to know him, and uh, that's great. Um, so speaking of St. Thomas, they're going up to the land of Sanborn on Saturday to play Plymouth. I wrote about Plymouth today. They're just your typical on you know inexperienced team where they look really good in stretches and then they they just make some crucial mistakes and uh, you know they just they're, they're making kind of killer mistakes at the end of the game and you know they lost to two good teams, Kennett and Bull, but they're right there in both games. But uh, I like Plymouth to win this one against St. Thomas. I, I would imagine St. Thomas is uh, would, would try to get this into a shootout and win this thing and you know try to get to the 30s and win this thing. But uh, but I like Plymouth. Yeah, I took St. Thomas. It's always interesting when you get a clash of styles like this to see who can kind of impose their will. Uh, if the Saints can get them in a track meet, I, I think the advantage goes to St. Thomas. So, But this is a, not quite but almost a loser-leaves-town match for, yeah. for one of these two teams. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I wrote about today. It, it, I mean, you're 2-3 and three coming out of this, and then if you look at both teams' schedules, they still got tough games coming up down the road. I mean, you know, it's, it, Division two South is I mean, like, you know – Jen and I were sort of lamenting today on the phone that we haven't got to cover any of these teams yet. But then I'm like, there's really good games every single weekend. We're going to cover Pelham and Hollis Brookline and Milford and Sohegan and Alburn and St. Thomas. So, um, you know, we're going we're gonna to make a late rally to get all these teams coverage. But every weekend there's really, really good games. So, uh, which means St. Thomas has got tough games. They, they come out as two and three. That's a big hill to climb. Yeah. So, no, it's so, uh, a. Yeah, every year Division Two, the most entertainment uh, for your for your high school sports dollar, I think. Yeah, no question. So uh, Salem is at home, being at Haverhill uh, at Haverhill. I don't know the high school there, but they're playing over at Haverhill on turf field against Pinkerton. I uh, just real quick because uh, we're way ahead of schedule. Because for some reason, there's less games this week, or at least there's less on the. So we're we're, we're ahead of our 38 minute uh, pace, but uh, Pinkerton that. I know. I mean, I talked to you on the phone this week, anyway, but about it. But Pinkerton, Londonderry, and that atmosphere—it really felt almost like a college game. You know, you had two huge bands and three thousand plus people, 
And it just, in the, the turf field that, that Pinkerton has now, they got a new turf field that looks awesome. And Londonderry was absolutely terrific. Pinkerton fought back, like really, really showed a lot, you know, coming back. You know, they're, this is a different Pinkerton team. They lost a lot of players last week. They had a huge senior class last week, last year. They had a huge senior class last year. I think, you know, Londonderry, I've been on record, I think they're the best team in the state. Um, they're headed towards a showdown with Bedford. But the whole game was just, you know, Alex Teslas was unbelievable. Cole Keegan was unbelievable. It was just like everything you and the night was perfect. It was probably like sixty degrees, you know, with no wind. It was, it was kind of everything you want from a high school athletic like atmosphere. You know what I mean? It was just incredible. Nice. Yeah, no, I have to give myself to a Mac Plat game at some point, but uh, yeah, it sounds like it was. Uh... It was pretty cool. By the way, I have found some of the missing games that are not on the uh, NHIAA's uh, schedule. We'll, we'll go through what's left on uh, the list you have, and then I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll shout out some of the ones we're not getting to. Oh, good. All right, yeah, I don't know what happened. Okay, so Salem is at home, uh, air quotes, at Haverhill against Pinkerton. I like Salem. I picked him in staff picks. I like Salem. Um, obviously, I think it's, it's a very good game, but uh, I do like Salem in this one. I took uh, Pinkerton to bounce back because I don't think uh, Brian O'Reilly loses uh, two games in a row. Very much. So I'm, oh, <laughs> so I'm taking, okay. I'm t- taking Pickering uh, for a bounce back uh, win in this one. Okay. Um, and the last one they got on the NHLA, Londonderry plays at Wyndham. Um, Jimmy Lozon was very happy after I interviewed him after the game. I told him one of his kids, when we got the interview, looked right at me and said, We're on to Wyndham and, uh, <laughs> and walked away. <laughs> so. So that was good. Um, I like uh, I like Londonderry to, to to win this game. Wyndham is is a good team, but I just think Londonderry's a better team. All right, and uh, yeah, I, I went with Londonderry as well. And yeah, Wyndham's schedule is brutal year after year, but uh, yeah, I, I, I concur. I think Londonderry's got the horses to get to, to Durham, so I'm going with them. We we talked about before we get to the last games. We we talked about this. Pete and I had always talked about how fun it would be if we could take teams that don't make the playoffs and like make Wyndham play like Pelham or you know what I mean or oh, like, like a bowl game. Yeah, they didn't get in. Yeah, yeah, it'd be kind of fun. Oh, that yeah. like bowl season. Absolutely, for the good teams that would get in. Yeah. yeah, the Boca Raton Bowl. We'll uh, <laughs> we'll all go to yeah, Boca. Have a little St. Thomas Wyndham if they don't get in. Both of them. Oh, that'd be for, yeah, rematch of the, uh, the, the 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 two championship games there. That'd be a lot. Two of fun. championship games. Yeah, at UNH. All right, so some of the ones that weren't on the site for some reason. Concord is at Timberlane. This is uh, on Friday night. That's just a slap in the face of those two programs. They just they didn't deem it worthy to put it on the NHIAA website? I, I don't know. You know what? Maybe, did you not scroll down far enough? Because sometimes they do a thing where they, uh, they'll put some and then they won't put others. They'll, 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 they'll forget to I went on the way to start a different sport, but we, we kid with our friends at the uh, NHIAA. I, I interviewed Jeff Collins' son, Sean, after the Exeter game, by the way. He looks like he could take his dad's job. He was like a future politician. And I mean that in a nice way, not in a bad way. <laughs> I'll go with Concord there. It's a rough season for the Owls. Uh, I like Concord in that one too. Yeah, uh, Goffstown's at Memorial. Um, Goffstown, we can do do that one quickly. <laughs> you said that like a question. Uh, <laughs> Goffstown's at Memorial. What did Memorial do to deserve that? I'll take Goffstown. Um, I'm Ron Burgundy. Yeah, <laughs> um, I like I like Goffstown in that one. All right, South and North. You actually previewed this one in the Thursday yeah, thoughts. That's <laughs> We're not the brightest bulbs. I wrote about this. Well, when is Mass Gomez out on there? And I, I just knew because I'm going to it. Uh, yeah, this is going to be a fun game, man. South can score, boy. And um, they lost. They lost one of their offensive coaches. So one of this is a terrible story, and it hasn't been getting a lot of attention because I think 
sometimes in the news we try to stay away from ugly stories, but sure. the South coordinator, one of their coaches, fled to Canada. Yeah. It's, it's embarrassing. Very and, bizarre. And really unfortunate for that program. It, it's, it's a black eye on the, the Nashville and South program. Yeah, shame on you, Trevor Knight, for absconding to uh, Canada for no real reason, apparently. No. <laughs> <laughs> Signing That's with awesome. the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Yeah, that was cool. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. so Trevor's up uh, playing football in the CFL, which is awesome. Yeah. So uh, I like I like North in this just because uh, I, I do think this, this could be like a 56-42 kind of game. I, I don't think it's going to be bored at this football game. Yeah, I'll, I'll say uh, North as well. I think they're just a little bit better, but a huge game for both those teams. That's, that's fun. Quick for question me. for you. Quick question. Yeah. Curtis Harris, Player of the Year, D1 right now? Halfway point? We vote on this at the end of the year. Uh, other than Ryan Lane, yes, sure. <laughs> I we, dare you to put that in your picks at the end of the year. Okay. Yeah, I will give your email out publicly if you do that. That's fine. Come at me, bro. Uh, let's see. We have we have a Okay, I found a bunch of other ones too here, Dave. We'll go through them quickly. Hanover is at Merrimack Valley. Oh, boy. I like Merrimack Valley in that one. Hanover's had a tough season. Got their stats today, though. Going to update those on the stats. I'm yeah. not, I'm not I'll take the pride as well. Uh, Epic Newmarket is at Laconia. That one's interesting. Where are these games hiding? Uh, I'll go with the Sachems at home. I already told you my argument with, with, with Steve McDonough, who said that. <laughs> it, I say that Campbell has a win over a team with a winning record because Laconia was 2-1 and one when they played them, even though they're 2-2 two and two now. We're going to agree to disagree on this one. If you describe it's, it exactly it's, like like you just said, then I'll take it. But, it, yeah, at the end of the year, if they don't have a winning record, you don't say they beat four teams with winning records. You know, it's, it's Yeah, like, again, if you beat a team in week two that was 1-0 and oh, and that team's 1-3 and three now, you don't have a, a win over a team with a winning record. <laughs> yeah, because they're 1-3. and three. So this is what I want. Uh, Interlakes Moltenboro is at Summersworth. I think the Hilltoppers uh, get in the win column this week. They do get the W. Do get the good W. So our, our buddy Danny Hodson, uh, uh, assistant coach at Exeter, gave him the bro hug after their win over Merrimack a few weeks ago. So he is a very overqualified assistant coach it's, over at Exeter, Dan Hodson, our good buddy. And uh, that's a tremendous addition to an already excellent staff. I meant to ask you this offline, but uh, we might as well do it on the podcast. Paul Landau took a job at Exeter High School. Is he on that staff as well, the former Conval coach? Oh, I don't know. I didn't look for him. Yeah, because I, I just happened to notice because we're Facebook friends. It says he took a job at Exeter High. Oh, so, nice. So and we he, like Paul a lot. Yeah, so if he did, that's really an all-star group of assistants yeah. for Billy Ball. I mean, good yeah, grief. Yeah, absolutely. So I hope, yeah, absolutely. I hope he's involved with the team. If he's not, he, sure. he, he should be because he's great. Sure. A uh, couple of other ones here. Um, big one. Merrimack is at BG, Dave Haley. This that's is, a big one. It's uh, on Saturday. BG. BG's been playing, playing much better. And uh, Kyle Baker's having a really good season for them. You know, BG, I think, has found a little bit of mojo lately, and um, Merrimack's been struggling. I, I, I still think highly of Merrimack, and at the beginning of the season, I would have definitely taken Merrimack, but I'm going to go with BG. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, with BG as well in that one. Although that now now that we've said that, Merrimack will win by 20, right? That's that's how Probably, it works. Probably, uh, but still. Good news for you. Uh, we can make our Pembroke jokes. Bo is at Pembroke. That's bad news for Pembroke, though. I disagree with you all the way. They're going to pressure them, and and they haven't. Rich Otis does a three quarter court trap. What he does, it's almost like a Dave. It's almost like a two one two, no, no, and no. then he tries. No, Dave, 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 Dave. It's football. It's still football season. Oh, still football yeah. season. Steve Gretz playing football on Saturday. Um, I'm not sure about that. We'll have to check. Yeah, Steve Gretz. If he's playing for Bo, then yeah, I like I like Bo. <laughs> Bo is uh, unbeaten and will remain so yes. over there. Bo, another team that we're going to get to see. Bo finishes the season against South Hegan. I think that's a team we're going to be. That's a game we're going to be trying to do. Uh, Alvern is at Sanborn. 
Man, we missed a lot of games. Well, it wasn't us. I'm, I'm, I'm making up for it here. Yeah, thank you. You're saving the day here. I, I got my moments. I like the Alvin Broncos to win that one. Uh, yeah, I, I like them. I like them uh, pretty big here. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Hollis Brookline's at Pelham. The Pythons, Healy. That's another great game. Yeah. Uh, that's a really good game. Uh, I'm going to go with Pelham. Clash of styles, right? Because Hollis Brookline yeah. puts up points, and Pelham says, you ain't putting the points on us. i got to go with the Snakes at home in that one, Dave. Yeah, I think you take the home team in that one, right? I mean, if it was at Hollis Brookline, I would take them. Uh uh, Quinton Wimmer's back, you know, so you got, we now have two Wimmer's back on the field, and two Wimmer's is better than one, and, uh, you know, I, that's a really good game. I'll take Colin, but boy, that's going to be a really good game. Okay, Campbell and Trinity. Before we pick uh, the the, uh, the game here, just a funny note about this. Uh, I, I used to, when I, back in my pro wrestling days, there was a female wrestler named Trinity H. Campbell was her wrestling name. So whenever I see Campbell playing Trinity, I think of her. Did she ever smash a chair over your head? Uh, actually, yes, I believe so. Explains <laughs> a lot. Did she really? Yeah, like uh, we were in a mixed tag team match together, and she was supposed to hit the good guy, and the good guy moved and hit me. I think that's how that worked. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. still go back to my sister Nikki's review of the New Hampshire Chronicle episode, More Jen and Less Justin McIsaac. Oh, that well, that, that's a good motto for everyday life, too. So. <laughs> So I'll, I'll uh, geez, Campbell at Trinity. That's a pretty good game. I'm gonna go with Campbell. Oh, I like Campbell. I mean, I think it's yeah. gonna be a really good game, but I'm all, I'm all in my Campbell Cougars. Yeah, and that one is at Trinity, who's playing at Dairy Field, right? That's so. Uh, but I do like Campbell in that one. Uh, and uh, finally, I think the the only other one that we didn't have on there was oh, Stevens at Kearsarge. So I think if Nate Camp can, uh, you know, if he can get some rebounds from uh, from Taylor Matos, Tommy Johnson hits some threes. Uh, yeah, I think I Wait, think Kier Sarge will have a chance. Those guys are not walking through the door. I like uh, <laughs> I like Stevens. I like Keegan McAllister. This is this is my uh, Sal uh, cousin Sal prop bet of the week. I like Keegan McAllister to go over two hundred and twenty five yards rushing in this game against Kier Sarge. All right, I will. Uh, I'll take uh, I'll take uh, Stevens as well. Pretty big here. Oh, we did miss one more. I'm sorry. Do you not want to uh, shut up? My... Yeah, this is. We're, we're... We're really scrambling here. They, the inside of Blade, I don't like. They don't have the. By the way, I have I have forty three tabs open on my computer trying to find all these games. <laughs> Thank I you. Uh, Farmington Newt is at Newfound. Oh, if we forgot that one, people would have rioted. Listen, we're, <laughs> we're. I'm a completist. I want to get them all on here. That's <laughs> Newfound. Newfound got a good week. A uh, good win last week against Mascoma. I like Newfound to, to beat. Farmington Newt. I don't think I've ever picked Farmington Newt to win a game. Nothing against uh, them. I was just you. over at both schools doing cookie dough deliveries last week. So met some very nice people over at both schools, but uh, I like uh, uh, I like, uh, you like I Newfound. like Newfound in that game. Not knowing anything about either of these teams, I'm going to take Farmington Newt just because uh, i got to keep my street cred on the Seacoast, so even though Farmington's a little north of the Seacoast, but still. You know. so, so this is a lot. We always wrap it up by going back off the rails, and then we're, then we're done. We'll, we'll be done here in a minute. <laughs> Did you happen to watch the – or listen to the Rewatchables episode, the Bill Sims, which I love when he reviews old movies and they go like really deep dive. The Shawshank Redemption, where he brought, he brought his seventy-something-year-old dad in to do it to do. Listen to I it. did not know. I'll have to check that out. No, how did that go? It just kills me because his dad was like every like stereotype of like his dad like didn't know the format, kept like interrupting and asking <laughs> like, well, one thing that bothered me and one nitpick. He's like, we're not we're not doing that to later, Dad. 
And then he's like, oh, are, are we doing this part yet? They're like, no, Dad, we're not there yet. And, like, <laughs> the thing that cracked me up is I think Bill Simmons has said something like he's done, like, 80 episodes of The Rewatchables. And his father, who from, from Massachusetts to California, really has to take a five- to six-hour flight, never decided <laughs> on the flight, to listen to one episode so he could know the format of the program. So he's on there continually interrupting. He doesn't have no idea what's going on. He doesn't know what the categories are. I'm like, can the guy just like listen to one of them before if, he gets on the show? It, it, it sounds like Bill's dad is like the rest of us. He only listens when Cousin Sal's on anymore, right? Oh. Yeah. Oh <laughs> wow. Sorry, Bill. I'm not... <laughs> It's funny. With, yeah, you, it's funny. We have a complicated relationship with Bill Simmons. Not that he's ever met us or, or knows who we are, because he doesn't. I did meet him once I, at yeah, a Celtics game. I did yeah, meet him once be- as well. Yeah, but yeah, way before the ESPN days. I mean, he's given me a lot. When I'm at the gym, uh, you know, and that's what I'm listening to in my headphones. So I, I have to uh, bow at the altar of Bill Simmons. But he does have some quirks, let's say that I, I, I'm often confused by. But this was just hilarious. It's a really good episode. Because it goes all about you know the, the picking nits and the uh, and Shawshank Redemption and stuff like that. I will say this: uh, I I did some research on Shawshank Redemption and I found out what Red and what Brooks, the old guy, went to jail for. <laughs> you don't want to know. What I know what, I know what Red went to jail for, uh, and and Brooks uh, they were both murderers, right? Yeah, Brooks killed like his wife and his wife's daughter. Yeah. And Red, I'm like, whoa. I, th- I thought that was. I think, of course, this is all fictional, but still. I think Red in the book killed his wife too. Like, fixed the brakes on his wife's car, and she's bashing into some other people. If I can't, if I'm remembering right, yes, yeah, it was something like that. Yes, so, he did. Yeah, so, and so when you read about it, you're like, oh, the the nice old guy with the bird <laughs> is. <laughs> not that well, nice. well, Red says in the movies, only guilty man in Shawshank. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so. I, if people haven't listened to those rewatchables, I recommend them highly. They got a million of those on there. I've listened to the Heat rewatchables episode about a hundred different times, so it's uh, it's pretty good. But yeah, Bill Simmons' dad is wandering through the forest trying to figure out which direction to walk in. So <laughs> it's pretty good. I love it. All right, so Dave's going to be uh, at Winnesquam on Friday night. I keep thinking it's Friday. It's not. It's Thursday. Pat, Pat Riverty, head coach of last year's champion, is going to join me as color commentator tomorrow night. Intense negotiations, but. He's going to be my color commentator tomorrow night. And, yeah, looking forward to seeing Winners Farm and covering the boys. That'll be fun. I'll have uh, Dover Spalding on the uh, MOSN, and the link, of course, will be on nhsportspage.com. And then if you if you look around Portsmouth close enough after that, you can find me out with uh, the Elon radio team. And I think, Dave, you're going to try and get down to join us. I know that's a long drive. but uh, I, I did. I got invited out by a couple of the Winners Farm parents and, uh, and Pat, though, at Tilt. So uh, uh-huh. it's going to be we we'll have to see how it goes. I will be someplace. I can tell you that. Right. Maybe with you. We'll see. If you hear somebody yelling and then somebody with a thick Carolina accent yelling, that's me and Taylor Durham debating the Elon UNH game. Tyler Durham! He's a, he's a great guy, so that'll be... That's good. No, I think it's cool you're taking those guys out. Yeah, that'll be fun. And, uh, yeah, UNH Elon homecoming. Listen on the uh, Wildcat Radio Network. And then uh, on Monday we'll have the top ten and the uh, the players' locker room update. Uh, so there lots of stuff coming up this weekend. Carter Vedrani, newest member of the locker room. So he's back. We got him back in. So excited about that. And, yeah, no, it should be a great weekend. And uh, we roll on from here. So we got a lot of coverage still left to go. And uh, and play of the week poll is we're, we're, we're going all the way to the end. The, the winner last night uh, was Jason uh, Kompa for, uh, from Nashua South. Got the, the W in that. Just over Cole Keegan. I think it was 42% to 38%. So uh, keep those votes coming. Right on. All right. So until next week, uh, for Dave Haley, Justin McIsaac, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week.